Welcome to the Software Intelligence Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Anderson, and I'm here to talk to you about moving, everyone's favorite topic. But how do you deliver trucks autonomously right across America and ensure the software that runs your business runs perfectly? This is actually a really fascinating story. Ensuring the software that they use works perfectly is so important to you and your business. Can you give us a little bit of an indication as to who you are, what you do at U-Haul and, um, and introduce yourself? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm Brian Rutherford. I'm Director of Software Development for U-Haul International. Uh, a lot of people in North America, at least, know U-Haul. It's a hand, kind of a household name out here. Uh, because U-Haul is by far the leader in household moving and the second best in storage, soon to be first. <laughs> and we, <laughs> we, we really pride ourselves on how we use software to facilitate customer moves. Like you said, customers hate to move. I mean, nobody likes moving, even if you're excited about the prospect of the end of it and moving to a new house. The act of moving all of your possessions is very stressful for people. So we, we really focus on how we can use our software to help customers have a pleasant move. So I, in particular, focus on all of the systems that generate revenue for the company. Uh, U-Haul.com, of course, our internal point of sale, which we built ourselves. We don't buy our point of sale from a third party. And a lot of our mobile tools that customers interact with to do do-it-yourself mo- do moving, uh, unattended moving, things like that. So you have one of the most important jobs at U-Haul. You, you're responsible for the software that basically runs your business. In a lot of ways, yeah. I mean, there's, I, I'd say our field personnel are really what make the company move because they're the ones who, who work with the customers every day. But yeah, we, my team's providing that software to them is what really allows them to have a good interaction with the customer. If we have the equipment where the customers want it when they want it, then everybody's happy, right? Or as happy they can be as they can be when they're moving. So yeah, it's it's very important, and we we take it really seriously what what our duty is to our customers out there. And we often talk about this. We say like you know, software runs every business, but running this software is harder than ever. How hard is it for you to run your software business? It's it's challenging, and if you without going too far into the weeds, if you think about the problems U-Haul has to solve as an organization, there are problems that not many, if any, other companies really have to solve. Our, we have hundreds of thousands of pieces of equipment, millions of customers. They're all over the US and Canada. They can move from anywhere to anywhere in the US and Canada. We have 21,000 locations. So if you think about just the equipment distribution logistics, let alone our software for tracking where customers want to go, how we charge for our equipment, what we want our prices to be, it's, it's a huge undertaking. And it's one of the reasons I enjoy working there the most, these problems we get to solve. So it's, it's really challenging stuff and we have some really talented people working on it. Uh, but it's, you can, if you wanna stay ahead of your competitors, then you have, to, you have to solve those ways and your competitors aren't, right? So that's, that's really what we've been doing over the past few years is really ramping up that software. Yeah, we often talk about like billions of dependencies and, and things like this, but when you're talking billions of dependencies, you're talking physical assets, physical machines and these sort of things, not just software points, right? This is a real challenge. Definitely. And we don't track where our trucks are. And contrary to what customers may think, we don't, we don't literally track them like an IoT style device. We, we trust customers and we always have since U-Haul opened that they give us a deposit and we give them a truck and they move where they need to move. And so we base our entire system around that trust of customers and 
we believe that the equipment will be where it needs to be when it needs to be. And the vast majority of time it is. But even with that trust, there's so much equipment going so many different places all the time. It's like an air traffic controller on steroids, right? You, you're directing people constantly and customers change their minds at the last minute. And unlike an airline, we'll actually let you do that typically and we'll work with you to figure out something else. So it's, it's very challenging and the, the performance considerations are immense. A customer doesn't want to sit there for 10 seconds while we figure out where all the equipment is nearby, right? They want to say, give me equipment in Phoenix and we're boom, we're there with them and, you know, in a second. And we say, here's all the equipment here, you tell us what you want. And that's, so performance issues are a huge customer turnoff and a huge team member turnoff. So that's, that's really where we've, we've been taking our focus from just getting the software in place lately to really making it work as efficiently as possible. And that's how you win over the customers really. Yeah. So if you can eliminate some of these performance issues, because I mean, you were talking to me at one point about, I mean, the busiest day to move is a Saturday, right? You're yep. West Coast, which means the the hours in which you potentially were sitting in a war room, uh, three, four o'clock in the morning, that's definitely not conducive to the culture that you're trying to build at U-Haul. Is that something that Dynatrace has been able to help you alleviate the these sort of war rooms and then change your focus from fixing problems to then trying to solve these permutations and dependencies and, and different directions in which the software can take you. Yeah, definitely. We, we've moved from figuring out what the problems are to our software is stable. Now, how can we optimize it? A few years ago, like you said, we, Saturdays are the busiest moving day for us. And end of month Saturdays are, you know, our kind of Super Bowl, especially over the summer, we get insanely busy on those days. So we would, we would in the past, we'd go either go into the headquarters or we'd all be online at 3.30, 4 a.m. in the morning because like you said, it's 7 a.m. the East Coast comes online. Even 3.30 a.m. we have locations in Canada coming online because they're, you know, four and a half or three and a half hours ahead. So we, we would be there and just kind of staring at all of these graphs and all these monitors and saying, okay, let's make sure everything's working. And, but if we'd see a graph dip, we'd say, well, okay, but where's the actual problem? You know, is it, is it this service? Is it this database? Well, we, we think it's this based on we've seen that before. But and so we're all and many times there wouldn't be a problem. We're all just sitting there on time days. We could be spending time with our families. We're just kind of sitting there watching graphs. <laughs> and, you know, we as we got Dynatrace in, we tightened up our CICD pipelines. We tightened up our processes. We we moved into a way, an area where we can see the problems coming. And we're not perfect, nobody is, but when we, when we detect those problems now, we can resolve them quickly and we can identify them quickly. And the key point is that now, not only do we know there's a problem, but we know where it came from and what to do to fix it. And even if triage may take some time, we can at least get some relief out to our team members right away. So now I make it online at 4 a.m. just because you know I, I wanna make sure everything's okay but I don't have to ask my team to do it all the time. And they don't have to ask their teams to do it all the time. And it's, we move from that kind of war room mentality of kind of hold on to your desk and hope everything's okay into a, well, now how do we take our software to the next level? And that's really an exciting place to be. How does that make you feel as a team? Like that, that's the fundamental change in the way in which you guys are working, right? Oh yeah. And I, you know, that's the kind of thing that people will leave a job over. And I, I mean, you burn out people if you treat them that way, where you they have to be on call 24 seven. If there are problems, they're having to get on their machine and even figure out where the problem's even coming from, let alone how to solve it. And that that's just not right. And so not only can you lose people from that, but they, they don't want to be 
they don't feel like they're part of a team there. They feel like they're being beaten down. And that's not an environment I want to create or U-Haul wants to create for a job, right? And so, it, yeah, it's, it changes the culture to now, like I said, we're here to solve problems. That would, that's what software developers want to do. They want to take exciting things and figure out how to solve them. They don't want to be up in the middle of the night trying to figure out why some web service crashed, you know? So it, giving our teams that capability, I mean, yeah, it's the feedback's been tremendous. The Dynatrace and the changes that we brought into our processes with Dynatrace being a key part of have really changed the morale and the feel of the teams and how, how we kind of see ourselves and the way we see the future of software development here. So I've done I've done marketing at Dynatrace for for five or six years now, but this is it's not the first time, but it's it is a very compelling case. I've never heard the value proposition of Dynatrace as a HR and recruitment and retention <laughs> uh, platform. Yeah, and I you know, and I I've said it multiple times, and I tr I truly mean it that Dynatrace was the best tool we've ever purchased, and it's 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 because it has given us the visibility into things that we did not have visibility into before. And the part that I love as a developer and as a leader of developers is we did not have to go in and instrument all our code ourselves. We did not have to go in and write all this custom stuff just to integrate with it. We deployed it and now we had the visibility immediately to all of our core systems. And we started fixing problems right away. Problems that maybe weren't causing errors per se, but were things where we would see a service being called 20 times where it could be called once and we'd cut the load time of a page in half, stuff like that. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that in the past we would write custom metrics to track. And not only are we taking development time to do that, nobody wants to write custom metrics code. <laughs> but on top of that, we're taking time away from real business objectives. So now if we're solving business objectives, developers and the IT staff in general, like my QA teams and everything, feel like they're actually solving problems for the field. They're They're doing things exciting. They're not they're not writing stuff that's just boilerplate so we can figure out our problems in the future, you know? So it's, it's definitely a good value proposition from that angle. So is that helping you now improve the customer experience? Oh, definitely. And I, especially with COVID, if you think about the world right now, customers by and large are going to be hesitant about going into locations, or at least some customers are, they're going to, they don't want to be standing in line with a bunch of other customers renting equipment. So We've made a lot of changes and even over the past few years have launched programs to allow uh, what we call truck share, where customers can go to a location and rent a truck without ever going inside. The location may not even be open. There may not even be a location there. They can go to a parking lot and rent a truck. And that's huge, but that means that's a fully mobile experience. And we, we've shifted to become a 24-7 operation with that. We can't do maintenance in the middle of the night anymore because customers are renting at 1 a.m. across the country. So we have to shift our mindset with a lot of our APM tools like Dynatrace 2 to, well, it's okay if we do stuff overnight because all the locations are closed to how do we make sure our stuff is bulletproof 24 seven? And how do we build our software in a way that we can do maintenance and nobody will know the difference. And that's a big change for us too. That's not something we could do a few years ago. Yeah. So it's, it's really is a driver of strategic change at U-Haul because it's a strategic differentiator. You've got autonomous vehicles or autonomous vehicle rental going on at three o'clock in the morning and really the only interface people are getting is through the software it's not through a human right that's a massive differentiator does this have like is this you know what visibility do, do you have up to to the the president or the boardroom or your executive staff are they aware of like how critical you know dynatrace is and, and how critical the software is as to the point of difference at u-haul 
Well, yeah, to our software in general, our, our president and even the chairman of the board have made a very concerted effort to building our software to do things that competitors won't. Our structure program has been the vision of the chairman of the board, you know, and, and how we can, he, how we can make it the future of a company like U-Haul where things become more autonomous, things become more customer driven. And yeah, we've, I've, I've shown the president a couple times uh, things like session replay, which is a huge tool for us because it allows us to see not only how customers use our tools, but how our internal users do. Since we build our software ourselves, we want to make sure we're building it in a way our team members use it effectively and want to use it. And so even being able to show him how our team members use the tools is huge. And I've done that more than once. And it's that's kind of a a mind-blowing experience for people because we we never had the capability before to show without, like I said, without adding any code to show how our team members are actually using our software and maybe parts they're skipping that we thought they'd really like or parts they're getting stuck on. Even the rage click counters, that's always a fun one to look at with people, how often people are rage clicking in certain parts of our systems so that we know where to drive change. And so, you know, he's, the president in particular is very involved in how we build our internal point of sale, which I think is great. And, and so we work with him a lot and even use some of these things we find in Dynatrace to help make those decisions on how we shape our software moving forward. So for those who are unfamiliar with Session Replay and Rage Cleats, can you maybe, don't, don't, I don't want it to come from me, but can you maybe explain to the audience, like what is it that you're looking at? Oh, yeah, sure. So of course, Session Replay does just what it sounds where you can watch an actual playback of somebody using your software. And the great part for us is it works on any device. So we can see it on a mobile, on a desktop, tablet, since we support all of those. But the rage click, it'll actually track if they click on a button multiple times or click on an open space on the screen multiple times, usually because it's not doing what they wanted or because it's stuck or because they think it should be doing something. And so we even have queries where we'll look for rage clicks over a certain account in certain screens to see if, say, on our payment process, if people are rage clicking a lot, we can see if there's improvements we can make there to our actual steps we take them through to see if we can make it easier for them to use. Or, you know, sometimes people are just impatient, <laughs> but, but it's, it's, it's another great way to get kind of a, a, it's like a focus group that spreads across 21,000 locations, you know, cause you don't, you can't get that kind of feedback talking to individuals. Yeah, that's amazing. And are you focusing out then on to, you know, with session replay, you can, you can see the session, you can improve the sessions. And then also you mentioned a little bit about if conversions and revenue and things like that. Are you also being able to sort of watch that in real time? We are. I mean, so we're, we're just on the verge of really using it more for uhaul.com. Session replay was really piloted for us for our internal point of sale because one of our biggest problems has been we would get problems reported to us through our support channels and they would say, yeah, I got a problem doing this. And then we, we would go back to them and say, well, how did, you, how did you get that problem? Or what did you do to cause that? Or what was the customer doing? And they would forget. They're dealing with hundreds of customers. They're not going to remember, right? Or they're too busy to even answer us, which is understandable. So now when they tell us we got a problem, we can go right into session replay, find that contract they had a problem with and see exactly what they did to cause it. So you think of the QA time reduction and the research reduction is dramatic. Now people spend less time researching problems and again, more time solving them, which is huge. And people love because people hate trying to reproduce problems. Uh, but we're just now getting into piloting it on uhaul.com itself where we actually can watch what our customers are doing. Uh, we've been using tea leaf in the past for that but I see a lot of benefits to Dynatrace session replay over tea leaf, in my opinion, 
for what it can provide us in comparison. So, but we're doing it kind of a small percentage now of some of those conversion goals to see, can it help us track those things? And so far it's really positive. I mean, we, again, we've already found things that we had not seen before about some of our user facing things we could change that you won't see on the server side monitoring. And it's really great because then we can even see how long our scripts are taking to load, you know, how long if users are getting stuck because they use an old browser, you know, that kind of stuff. It's visible again, it all comes back to visibility and it's just been a dramatic shift into how we're able to get into some of these things. And speaking of dramatic shift, like this year has been an unusual year for everyone. How has it impacted you all? How has it impacted you guys and your and your team and how you're working? Yeah, and it's it's been crazy. I mean, we back in March, we all shifted to working remotely on the IT side at least. And so we've all been remote for the last six and a half months or so. And we had never done that before. We we had a work from home policy, but it was typically one or two days a week. So we all shifted full remote and in my opinion, our productivity has only increased. And part of that has been the tools like Dynatrace where we still have that full visibility. We don't need to be there watching things. We can watch it from anywhere. And I, and I love that Dynatrace works anywhere I am. I don't even necessarily need to be on our internal network for it to give me that visibility. So if I'm out somewhere and just want to check real quick on my phone, I can still see what Dynatrace wants me to see. Uh, but even aside from us going remote, you know, a lot of companies have struggled and U-Haul, you know, was hit pretty hard early on, but now people are moving again. U-Haul is an essential service and we're, we're having a great year and it's, and our software is what got us there. Uh, the only way U-Haul can continue to grow is if we have software that serves more customers every year, every year we break our own records and every year it's because we make our software smarter. And so as we continue to do that, we'll just keep breaking our own records. Do you, is Davis AI, is it fact or fiction? It's, it's surprisingly good. I mean, I, so to be honest, when it first came out, I was a little skeptical because it would point out things. I'm like, ah, I'm not too sure about that. <laughs> but as we've used it more, I, it's gotten pretty good at identifying where things are coming from and why. And we've actually integrated Davis into some of our Teams channels since we use Teams. It's analogous to Slack if, if you've never used it before. And we actually use it in some of our team channels so we can ask it if there's a problem in a certain system right now, or when was there, when was a problem last detected in this system, stuff like that. And we even have it post when there are problems so we can respond. It's a lot nicer than doing the kind of one way posting that you used to have to do because you can talk back to it and even tell actually this isn't a problem. This is something where this is no maintenance. We're working on something here and it says, oh, okay. And then moves on. And so it's, it's kind of nice because then again, it's less time babysitting and more time actually working on stuff, which is which is huge for people in this profession, at least. Well, Brian, I knew our time was going to be cut short because uh, it feels like I could talk to you for about 45 minutes, not 20 minutes. I love your stories about how Dynatrace has helped your team develop. And I know when we talked beforehand, we talked even deeper about the sort of cultural traits that are within U-Haul and how Dynatrace is helping with that. So um, we really appreciate you sharing your story and um, thanks so much for being a great customer. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate it. And I, I really appreciate all the work that you guys have done with us and all the communication and collaboration we have. And I, I love to talk about U-Haul and everything we're trying to solve. So yeah, anytime I can talk to anybody, I'm happy to. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, Brian. And um, we'll see you again at Perform. All right. Thank you.